Hello. What the fuck is good? My name is Ash. I'm 25. I'm a Virgo. And I'm at my friend Aaron's house right now. Aaron is not here. I'm here to keep her cats company while she's at the beach. And also so that I can cosplay being a Winston-Salem local. I'm drinking a cider. I, it's really, really good. Let me give it another sip. Mmm. Goes down so easily. Punk, shut the fuck up. Punk, stop. You're not going outside. Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. Okay, um, I have not used this fucking laptop in a very long time and I'm scared that it's not going to capture anything and this is going to be fucked, but we'll persevere. I mean, worst case scenario, I'll just use the fucking video audio. Anyways, what the fuck is good? Fucking punk is here. There's two cats here, but they can't be in the same room because one of them, not punk, is mean to punk <laughs> if you've known me for a while then you know who the fuck punk is he might jump up in a second punk punk and i have been friends for years um so aaron and i got like randomly put together as roommates in a dorm freshman year and then lived together sophomore junior senior year our sophomore year and so those years we were in an apartment. Sophomore year, we had a roommate named Zach, who I'm also still friends with, love Zach. Zach ended up getting a cat. I went with him to the animal shelter and they had this little long haired orange cat, le definitely less than a year old, but not, not quite a kitten. And his name was Punk and he was so playful and he was so friendly and he was so cute. We couldn't not get him. So Zach adopted Punk. And honestly, like probably the first year of living with Punk in that apartment was a fucking nightmare. He was literally a hellion. We couldn't have any, you couldn't have like anything out in the kitchen. Like we would come home and there would be bites in like our potatoes and our avocados. You could not have a loaf of bread out because he would literally like latch onto it like it was his prey and carry it in the other room and like bunny kick it it was terrible i had to buy a bread box horrible um and he would just like rip up our carpet and he would like he would be sleeping and he would come in in the morning and like attack your feet and he was just a fucking hellion but now he's cool he's like six years old now maybe 
But so anyway, Zach ended up having to move out of the apartment and he couldn't necessarily take Punk with him, but he was just gonna uh, leave Punk at his parents' house. And we were like, listen, we love this cat. We can take care of this cat. What if like, we just take care of your cat for now? And so he let us take care of the cat. And then next thing you know, we're really attached to the cat. Well, specifically Aaron. And so Zach basically like gifted Punk to Aaron and was like, you know what? This is your cat now. And so Punk became Aaron's. Um, and so yeah, I've literally known him. Punk, how long have we known each other? Probably since the end of 2015 and it's 2022. So like if I just count from 2016, so like 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21. I've known him for a little over six years. That's crazy. Are you seven? <gasps> wow. He might be seven and his birthday's Earth Day or we decided it was Earth Day. He might be seven on Earth this this year. It doesn't matter. Anyways, I've known this cat a long time. The other cat is Aaron's boyfriend's cat. And his name's Stark. And he's a little fucking freak. He's very sweet. He's very nervous. He doesn't attack people. He just attacks Punk. <laughs> um, so they can't be in a room together because Stark will beat his ass. Even though Punk's bigger than Stark. Punk could literally beat his ass back but he chooses not to punk's a pacifist anyways what the fuck is good uh i'm recording this on january 15th 2022 it'll probably come out like this week so like the 18th or 19th maybe hopefully um i just wanted to talk about like my end of 2021 and also start of 2022. And then also set some like New Year's intentions. Cause fuck a resolution, we're setting intentions. Um, so yeah, I, my last couple podcasts, I like recorded them all like kind of in the same week. So even though I just posted it last week, like that was kind of right after Thanksgiving. And like I said, it's January 15th, so. <clears throat> what the fuck is good. I know that in the last one I talked about this little stray cat that was hanging out at my house named Dune, or I named Dune, and that I was dead set on making him my cat. So little update. Uh, I, I tried and pretty much after that podcast, I started, I started letting him come into my house for like, like 20 to 30 minute increments at a time. And, but I would, I would put my cat honey away. And then, and he was good. He knew how to use a litter box. Well, actually I didn't know that then. Um, he was good. He would just like sniff around. He would like cuddle me on the couch. Very sweet, sweet boy. Um, so then something fucking weird happened. Like, Cause usually if I'm outside and he's in the area and he like hears me or he'll come right up to me, especially if I like see him and I call him, he will come right up to me. And so there was just this weird fucking day. It was like a Wednesday 
where he was sitting like I pulled up and I, I actually bought a bunch of shit for him like beds and food and everything litter box and he was like loafed up under my like steps to my porch but not the porch that I used into my house so it was like further down my house and typically when he saw me he would have immediately like come to me he didn't he just kind of stayed loafed up so I was like okay whatever so I like carried all my shit in from the car I like went ahead and put honey up and I was like this is my moment to like trick him into living in my house um because also so that was Wednesday and on the coming Monday I had an appointment set for his vaccinations at the vet and so shut the fuck up punk I'm doing a goddamn podcast. Anyways. It's not that bad. I'm just like a baby. Oh yeah. So after I like set all his shit up, put honey up, I went out there and called his name, didn't come. Still just loped up under the stairs. I was like, that's fucking weird. So I even like put food in a bowl and I'm like shaking the bag of food. I'm shaking the bowl. Usually that would get him. Still doesn't come. So I'm like, something's going on. So I go down there. He's letting me pet him. But when I try to pick him up, which he usually lets me pick him up, he had literally let me hold him like a baby. When I tried to pick him up, he like freaked the fuck out. He didn't hurt me, but like if I hadn't dropped him, he would have hurt me. Like he started like when he like, he wasn't trying to hurt me. He was just like, I could just tell he was like in pain. Like something was wrong with it. I couldn't see anything physically wrong with him, but he didn't run away when that happened. He just went right back to loafing up. So I was like, okay, this dude's seriously hurt. And like, I even brought the food down there. He wouldn't eat the food. I was like, okay, this is fucking weird. So I just went inside and I was like, whatever. And then like, an hour later, I happened to look outside. He had like moved up even with my porch, but it was still just kind of like hunkered down. And when I opened my door, he just immediately just like made a beeline into my house, like did not even stop. And cause he's usually just very talkative, very cuddly. Like he just, he just marched straight into my house and he immediately just like slid under my couch, which he's also never done. I was like, something's wrong with this cat. And so he was like really not eating. He did use the litter box a little bit. And he was just like very kind of like slow, like lethargic. And I was like, this is just not like him. And so uh, I called the vet and I was like, is there any way we can get him in earlier? So they were like, okay, we have, we have an opening for Friday. I took him on Friday. I'm like prepared for me, them to tell me that like there's so much shit wrong with him and that it's gonna cost like a thousand dollars. And also like I'm preparing for the worst. So I'm like, what if they come out and tell me I have to put them down? Anyways. Also, I thought he was a kitten. <laughs> like I told the vet, well, I thought he was like a kitten. I thought he was less than six months old. So he couldn't be neutered yet. They bring him out or they didn't bring him out yet. The, the vet comes out to talk to me and she's like, He's not a fucking kitten. He's like a year and a half years old. <laughs> I was like, 
oh but i think it's because honey's so fat that i just think any cat that's smaller than her has to be a kitten <laughs> um but so yeah they were like he's a year and a half years old and they said he is perfectly healthy like he's pissed because we gave him a bunch of shots but he's really healthy and they were like as for like whatever's wrong with him they said when they were pressing on his stomach he pissed a bunch like a bunch and so they were like maybe there was some sort of blockage which like utis are a huge thing with cats like that actually like kills cats the most i think and punks actually had a lot of fucking uti shit and like almost died anyways so they were like i guess he's fine um and so yeah um so i had him like set up for his next booster shot and then the the nearest and this is like this is before this is like the week before christmas the soonest like neutering appointment they had was the it, literally like january 31st and so yeah so then i took him home like i was and it just like over the next few days uh, how do I explain this? Basically, like, introducing cats is very difficult, and it takes a very long time to, like, do it properly. And I'm just one person. And so I was constantly having to, like, put one in a room so that the other one could, like, have the house. And every time I did that, I felt absolutely horrible. And, like, whether it was Honey or whether it was him. And then when he was out he just he was very he's very needy and like i work eight hours a day and i just felt like i couldn't give him the attention that he needed and then also i just felt really bad for honey and then i felt horrible when i would put him in a room and like also i was like scared to even start introducing them because he wasn't going to be neutered for a month so like I was just scared if I started trying to introduce them, then he would get territorial and start spraying in my house, which fucking smells. And like, also I think because he wasn't neutered yet, like when he would pee in the litter box, like it was just so fucking pungent. Um, but anyways, also he did this like weird thing. He did it like three times where I'm pretty sure he tried to like hump me and I literally, I've never had that happen. I had to Google it. I was like, do cats hump humans? And it was like, they can hump humans if they need attention. Or if they're like stressed, like maybe they've gone through a significant change or a move in their life. And I'm like, I don't want to be humped for like the next month. But again, like I just felt bad having to like play like musical cats in the rooms. And so I like, I really, really thought about it. And I cried about it. And I just decided that the best thing for me, for Honey, and for him is if I took him to the animal shelter because he's extremely friendly. So I have no doubt that he'll get adopted quickly. And also, like, until he's adopted, there's a bunch of volunteers there. Again, he's very friendly. So, like, hopefully he'll get a lot of attention from them. And then I also knew, like, they would probably be able to neuter him pretty quickly. So I emailed 
the animal shelter and I was expecting it to be like, I was expecting to get a response maybe in a few days and maybe give him up after Christmas. And they emailed me back like literally the next morning and she was like, you could bring him in today or tomorrow. And so I was like, fuck. And so I was like, okay, I can do it today. And then like immediately I just started bawling. Like I couldn't, I couldn't look at him. I would look at him and I would just start crying. And so I asked my brother if he would go with me. And it ended up being a super fucking dramatic thing just trying to leave. Like I was so fucking flustered that I thought that when I started my laundry, I had put my keys in there and my keys were like, remote start like a key fob so i was like i just fucked my keys and so i call my brother and i'm like can you bring the spare keys from mom and dad's house so he shows up with a spare key and the spare keys battery is dead so he like pops out the key which mine doesn't even have the key in it somehow it got lost and he unlocks the door and then the fucking alarm starts going off but like the key fob's dead so we can't get the alarm to turn off and I've just been crying because I have to give up this cat and like the alarms blaring and like thankfully I had like the specific batteries that you need and so now we're like I'm like trying to YouTube how to fucking open the key fob and like Cam Cameron like can't get the fucking batteries open and it was just so fucking dramatic and then like we got it and then we drove there and he just like, he was just meowing the whole time. And then we got there and I was expecting like kind of a moment of getting to be like, I don't know, I thought it was gonna take longer. Maybe like we would go in a room with someone where they would like look at him or something, but it was kind of just like fill out this paperwork. And then someone just came by and like snatched him up and they were like, oh, do you need this cage back? And I was like, yeah. And then he was just gone. So it was like, I didn't even like really get to say goodbye to him. And so pretty much after that, like I just like, I just was like crying on the way home. Um, and like, again, I know it was the right choice for like me, honey, and him, but I just feel horrible because like he's a cat and there's no way for him to understand like, why did this person that I trust just drop me off in this strange place in this like strange, scary place. And like, that's what I felt terrible about, but hopefully because he is a cat, He's forgot about that and he's made some friends there and hopefully he'll be adopted soon. It took like a few weeks, but they did finally post him on the website, like up for adoption. And when I, I cause I've been checking and when I saw that, that made me cry again. <laughs> he looked so handsome. He's been neutered. Um, but so yeah, so that cat is not going to be my cat, but I wish him the best and I love him so much and yeah and then actually i think this happened before christmas i went to go visit oh punk punk might show up in a second i went to go visit my friend jackson and we went to a hockey game and i've never been to a hockey game but it was so fucking fun uh so many fights um Yeah, first hockey game. Oh, here comes Bunk. Just passing through. Oh, he's gonna lay down right there. Okay, you can't even see him. All right. Stinky boy.
So then Christmas happens. How's Christmas? I'm trying to remember. Oh, Christmas wasn't as successful to me as Thanksgiving. And I honestly think it's because I didn't get drunk. Thanksgiving was fun because I got drunk and I had fun. Christmas wasn't that fun because I didn't get drunk. But it's because at no point did I like, I never felt like getting drunk. Like I did drink, but I just didn't feel like getting drunk. So then it was just kind of like, meh, you know? Um, oh, here's what I will fucking talk about. And this is going to be a rant. <clears throat> so I don't know if I've talked about him before, but I have a cousin who is the same age as my brother. He's 21 and he is an addict. Okay. And maybe I should give him like a name. Let's call him Zach. It's not his name, but we're going to. No, let's not call him. Let's call him Kyle. We're going to call him Kyle. So Kyle thinks that he is the fucking shit. He thinks that he is the coolest person ever. Um, he thinks everyone else is fucking lame. And he also thinks that like drugs are fucking the coolest thing you could ever do. <clears throat> and here's the fucking tea is that I'm pretty sure he started smoking weed in like seventh grade, which like, I know a lot of people do that, whatever, but like it definitely, like when your brain is underdeveloped and you do drugs, it affects you. So I think he started smoking weed in seventh grade. The summer between eighth and ninth grade, he had, he has scoliosis. The summer between eighth and ninth grade, he got back surgery, like crazy back surgery and was in a lot of pain and he was giving I'm pretty sure like oxy oxycontin oxycontin ox oxys <laughs> he was giving painkillers and he took them because he was in a lot of fucking pain but like again like first of all I don't that's like a whole nother thing is like doctors prescribing people pain meds and then now all of a sudden like they're full-blown addicted to it um but also like his brain was fucking underdeveloped and shit but so next thing you know i'm pretty sure all through high school start of college he just he thinks that like drugs are really fucking cool and he gets into like selling drugs and it just it got so fucking like far down the rabbit hole where it just, it got fucking really messy. It got really fucking messy. I remember, this was like a few years ago, but at Thanksgiving, he was like bragging to me that he was on multiple tabs of acid at the time. And then showed me that he had multiple tabs of acid in his wallet. And then when he left, he was like, yeah, I'm probably gonna go do this acid. And I was like, I feel like at this point, you're just fucking wasting acid. <laughs> like, if you're doing that, like, your fucking tolerance goes up. So if you're doing a shit ton and then like later you're doing a shit, like you have to t give your brain a fucking break if you even want to like feel the effects or else you have to keep fucking doing so much. It's just crazy. But so, um, he, he, okay, this is where it gets like kind of cloudy for me, but he gets, 
Oh, I'm trying to fucking remember. He gets, basically he keeps getting caught smoking weed at his house. And he has like a lot of younger brothers. And his, his parents are not, not okay with that, obviously. And he keeps getting caught and getting in trouble with them. And he doesn't stop. He just keeps doing it. Um, and so uh, I think there was a lot of like... The timeline's fucking iffy for me. He started working at MDI. Is that right? MDI. MDI is like a giant fucking warehouse corporation that like basically when grocery stores order their giant orders, MDI is a giant warehouse full of a bunch of fucking food. And so his job would be to like take an order from like Food Lion and then you have to you get timed basically to like put all the shit on a pallet and you're like driving around with a forklift and shit. You have to like lift really heavy shit and you're in like a fucking freezer. Um, and they pay pretty well-ish. But he was just like working there a lot. But like the, like he got to a point where he was working full time there and he was hyped on it because he was making good money. But the way that he was able to do it, cause it's very physically demanding, was that he was just fucking on drugs the whole time. Which was very dangerous because he was like operating machinery and shit. And like, anyways, and he told, he told me a story about how one time he was so fucked up at work that like they had like an ATM at work and he got like 400, he said he got $400 out, which now, now that I'm thinking about it, oh, this is the other thing. So like addicts are like fucking liars. You can't trust anything they say. So a lot of the shit, like, I don't even know what's true. But so he said that he like got like $400 out and then somewhere from the walk from the ATM to his car, he like lost the money and he couldn't find it. Um, and then... For some reason, so he kept getting caught at home and they're like, he can't live here. So then he like convinced his girlfriend who he cheated on multiple times and bragged about um, to move into an apartment with him. And they, I thought they were going to make it hopefully at least a year in the apartment. He was probably there two or two months. I think he was there two fucking months. But so apparently he like kept calling out of work, kept calling out of work because he was like, selling a bunch of drugs and making a lot of money from that um and okay one time he just like randomly this is before he got the apartment one time he just randomly fucking showed up at my house like he tried to call me before but i was like doing something and then he's just knocking on my door and like don't fucking show up to my house unannounced i don't give a fuck i don't give a fuck and that was fucking weird i think he was just like a little bit too fucked up on like pills or something to go home so he just like hung out of my house and I like made him eggs and we just like talked and it was weird. Um, and then, okay, so he was only in the apartment like two months and then he basically like, 
I think he just realized that like it wasn't sustainable not working an actual job and just depending on like drug money plus also he definitely like as he's punk just turn on the fucking air fryer stop get down he literally just smacked at the air fryer till it beeped he's a bad fucking boy i wish he was sitting right in front of the camera so you could see him because he's so handsome anyways <clears throat> He, I think he just realized it wasn't sustainable and I think he was just getting like in deeper shit. Like, cause that was the first time he was having to pay bills and stuff. And he also didn't have a car. So like people would have to like drive him to work. It was just crazy. And it was the first time having to pay bills. And also like when he gets money, it fucking burns a hole in his pocket. So he's like eating out every meal. He's buying himself a bunch of drugs to do just crazy shit um and so he like came to his parents after like two months and was like i want to come home and he's like i've been fucking up i want to turn my life around i don't want to do drugs anymore i want to come home and they're like yes of course this is what we want to hear the whole time so then since he's turning his life around he decides him and his girlfriend decide that they're gonna do the rest of their acid. So he said he did like fucking 10 tabs of acid. And basically they freaked the fuck out. Um, he said that his, like the trip was getting really fucking bad. And then he prayed to God to like make it stop. And then it did. So he was like, I believe in God. Because God made my bad trip stop. But his poor girlfriend, this did not happen to her. And so he called his mother at 5 a.m. and was like, we did a bunch of acid and we're freaking the fuck out. Please come here. And so she went there and she said that the girlfriend was up in the room like freaking the fuck out, like screaming. And Kyle would like come down and like, just fucking like, I don't know, like try to clean or like do something. And then he would like go up there and pray the blood of Jesus over her. And then would come back down. Um, so that was fucking weird. So then after that, he got moved out pretty quickly. And when they went to drop the girlfriend out off at her house, he went in with her and broke up with her. And so at this point, he's like, I've turned my life around. I love God. He literally had a conversation with him. He told his parents that the reason he turned his life around and came back to God was because of a Kanye West song. If that's not the most fuckboy thing I've ever heard in my fucking life. So at this point, he's like, I love God. I'm sober, blah, blah, blah. And I believed him. I believed him at that point. And then he slowly starts like, oh, smoking weed again. And then he's like selling weed again. And then now he's like doing pills. And I think the, in that timeline is when, like, the acid Thanksgiving thing happened. And so now, like, he's getting caught by his parents, but he doesn't give a fuck. And so, like, he's literally, like, being chased through our town. Like, his mom would literally, like, run after him while he was on his bike, like, trying to chase him down. Uh, supposedly, she called the cops on him a few times. Um, just fucking crazy shit. And... 
he tried he so he would also like try to facetime me during this time period like we were buddies and like i didn't want to be buddies because i don't i didn't know how to tell him like hey i don't think this is cool i don't think you like telling me like fucked up drug stories and you like showing me videos on snapchat of you doing like one gram dabs is cool like i don't i don't think it's cool but also if I said that to him, he would just be like, nah, whatever, you're tripping, whatever. Um, but so one day, he tried to FaceTime me while I was at work. And I didn't answer because I was at work. He texted me and he was like, hey, when you get a chance, can you call me? My mom beat the shit out of me. And then he sends me a picture of himself with like a fucking busted nose and blood all over like the front of his face and down his shirt. And he also sends me, not even connected to the mom beat the shit out of me, a picture of his fucking thigh where he has taken a razor and cut himself and he's fucking bleeding. Which like, don't fucking send me that. <laughs> um, so I immediately call him because now I'm concerned. And he tells me this story about how he was just listening to his rap music and his headphones and his just mind and his business. And his mom randomly started saying that he listens to devil music. That's what's wrong with him is that he just listens to the devil music. She tried to rip his earphones out. She said she tried to punch him in the dick. And then she just like punched him in the face six times is what he said to me. And at the time, I believed him because, like, I don't know, I fucking saw the bloody picture and it's like, that's a crazy story to make up. And then he said, like, she punched him six times and, like, his nose was gushing blood and he's in the bathroom, like, freaking the fuck out, trying to clean up the blood. And she calls, my, my grandparents live right beside their house, calls my grandparents over and he says, now my grandparents are like, they were in the hallway, like, praying the blood of Jesus Christ over him. Um, and yeah, and I fucking believed him. And I, like, cried over it. And I, like, I just felt so, like, like, for that day, like, my idea of my entire family was, like, completely changed. Because I, like, gave him the benefit of the doubt and I believed him. And then, come to find out that, um... It was a lie. I was told this side of the story from his mother and also the next oldest brother, who's like 19 or 20, who was there. But so basically, he's fucked up, right? And he's, he, he just would like say shit to like piss his parents off. Like he would just be like, apparently specifically that time he was like, yeah, I'm in a gang, like they let me clean the... <laughs> I'm in a gang. They let me clean the guns. And if I, I don't care if I go to jail because if I go to jail, my gang's got me. Like just saying all the shit to his mom, like getting her riled up. And then he tried to like leave, presumably to do drugs. And she tried to stop him. It kind of turned to an altercation. And she like in the scruffle, like accidentally elbowed him in the nose. And his nose immediately started gushing blood, probably from all the shitty snorts. Um... And yeah, I think she did kind of freak out and call my grandparents over and then everyone's Christian. So they, they did start praying. 
but like he told me she punched him in the face six times. He said, my mom punched me in the face six times. Um, so yeah, after that, I was like, I'm not on your side. Like, fuck you. You're just a fucking liar. You're a fucking addict. I can't believe a word you fucking say. And like, also after that, there was a moment where he like sent me a text where he was like, hey, can you do me a favor so that I don't get into pills again? And I just didn't respond to him. Cause like, what kind of manipulative ass shit is that? How's it on me if you get into pills again? Fuck you. And it was probably gonna be like, give me a ride somewhere. Like, I don't even, I don't even wanna know what it was. But, so then he like is still having altercations with his parents. So he just like fucking disappears. He just fucks off to like Clemson, South Carolina cause he had a friend who lived in an apartment and he just like lived on the friend's floor for like a few weeks. And apparently was selling shit there. Apparently got robbed at gunpoint and lost all his money. And so he had to come back cause he lost all his money. And then it got so bad that uh, I, I, I think that he like kept kind of doing IOU shit cause he, he's an addict. So he keep he keeps having to do drugs, but he has no money cause he got fucking robbed. So I think he kept doing like IOU shit for people, but then like he wasn't able to pay them. So something happened where like he came home from work and someone was waiting outside of his family home behind the bushes and they fucking like jumped him and were beating the, the shit out of him. And like his parents just happened to hear it and like come outside and the person like ran and got in a, get a getaway car and like drove off. And he had like some kind of crazy story about who that was. And it didn't have to do with drugs. And I'm like, I fucking doubt it. You probably like fucked someone over or, or didn't pay them. Cause you're a piece of shit. But so <clears throat> I think that scared the fuck out of him. And so next thing you know, he's like open to doing rehab. So he goes through a detox unit, which is like, before you go into like actual rehab, you like have to be certified sober. So you have to go through a detox unit so you're completely sober. So he's completely sober. He goes to this rehab unit in like, I think it's like in Tennessee. It's like family drives five hours, go to Tennessee. I think he was, I don't even know if he was there two weeks. They get a fucking call that uh, he's like, oh, like someone here told me that I was allowed to like, leave the facility and go down the street to this store. And then when I got back, it turns out that's against the rules and they kicked me out, which doesn't make sense. Turns out he hated the rehab place. So he purposely did that to get kicked out. So he had to like sit outside on the curb with his suitcase for five hours while his family drove up there to get him. After that, because he did the detox unit and stuff, I think he was good for a while. I think he was sober. And then like, this was this past summer he went and worked at like a, like a Christian summer camp. Which, like, everything I know about people who work at summer camps is that they just do drugs. But Christian summer camp, who knows? So, I didn't see him all summer. And then, so the first time I see him is uh, Thanksgiving. And he's like, oh, yeah, like, I got a job at Chick-fil-A, blah, blah, blah. I can tell from, I can there's fucking sweat under my titty. God damn it. I can tell from from Thanksgiving that he's like at least smoking weed again if not doing more stuff and I can also tell that he's like selling something 
Cause he also randomly was like, let me show you my one second a day, which is like this app where you add like three second videos every day. And then at the end of the year, you have like this montage of your year. And so I don't know why he wanted to show it to me. Cause it was just him blowing fat clouds and holding up. I might've talked about this in my Thanksgiving episode, holding up like money. One of them was like him sh flexing shirtless in the mirror. I'm like, why are you showing me this? Like, why would you think that I would like this? <laughs> um, so he's working at Chick-fil-A and he's just fucking annoying. Like I was just trying to make conversation with him and we were talking about squid games and he just like can't read the fucking room. Like there'll be like a group conversation going on and he'll just like try to start talking about something you don't give a fuck about. And I'm like, like, I want to pay attention to this thing that's happening. Can you shut the fuck up? I don't care about what you're talking about. I don't, I don't. I don't care about this drug story you're telling me. But so, oh yeah, we were talking about Squid Games. And I was just, I was like, oh, like what, what game do you think you would die on? He was like, I think I would win it. No, you fucking wouldn't. And then at Christmas, he was like, I'm gonna go home and watch Hunger Games. He was like, honestly, if Hunger Games were real, I'd watch it. He was like, actually, I'd be in it and I'd probably win it. And he's not joking. He seriously believes that he would win Squid Games and he would win Hunger Games. Like this man's confidence is unmatched. But so at Christmas, at Christmas I walk in, I haven't even put my bag down and he's immediately like, you wanna see my new ink? And this boy, this boy on each kneecap, on each, like right above his kneecap, one knee, Akuna, second knee, Matata. And it's in like Ray Dunn font. It looks like shit. And he says he paid $150 for it. Huh? And then immediately starts telling me that he's in trouble at Chick-fil-A because some girl lied about him and said that she heard him say the N-word, even though he doesn't, he didn't say the N-word and he doesn't say the N-word. Even though we have had conversations before, he randomly was like, aren't you one of those people who doesn't like when white people say the N-word? And I was like, yeah. And then he was like, well, I have black friends so they gave me the pass. And also like, if I'm rapping, I'm not gonna like fuck up the rhythm just to like not say the N-word. So like, you say the fucking N-word, dude. So don't come at me trying to be like, I don't even say the N-word. And then his story didn't line up. Like he also said, he said, so he said this girl lied. And then he said there was a black guy there who said he wasn't offended by it because he said it with an A, but he didn't say it. So two people heard you say it, but you didn't say it. It just didn't make any fucking sense. And that's the thing with fucking addicts is that they just lie and they don't make any fucking sense and their story doesn't line up. It was crazy. And like my family was like buying or like, like his parents and my grandparents were kind of like, cause you know, they don't want to, they want to believe the kid. And so they were like kind of on his side about it. But I'm like, Especially his parents, I'm like, I know he's walking around your house saying the fucking N-word. Like, you know he said the fucking N-word. And I wasn't there for this, but supposedly they did like a fucking prayer circle and they like anointed him in oil about it. And they were like, like my, my family. 
And like my grandparents were like, let the truth come out. Let the truth come out. I'm like, the truth is that he said the fucking N-word at Chick-fil-A. Anyways, so he was just fucking annoying. I didn't play drinking. He's fucking annoying. Um, the actual Christmas, it was fine. Because we do like fucking Christmas Eve dinner. But it's like the day before Christmas Eve. So it's like Christmas Eve, Eve dinner. And then on Christmas Eve, we have the big Christmas. Best part about that is in the morning, my grandma makes fucking French toast and it's so fucking fire. But then after that, don't care. Um, but I don't know what was fucking wrong with me because for some reason on that day, I just could not stop talking shit about my dad. Like, even afterwards, my brother was like, you were going a little bit too hard on dad. For some reason, I just could not stop talking shit about him. And I'll go through, I'll go through like a few, like a week or two of being fine. I don't let his shit get to me. I don't let his stupid fucking comments get to me because I work with him. So I'm with him eight hours a day, every like fucking weekday. And it's a lot. And he's a narcissist and he sucks. Um, so... I, th I think I'll do pretty good of not letting his shit get to me. And then there'll be like one thing that sets me off. And then I can't stop. I like fixate on that thing. And then it, and then it makes me think of like past shitty shit he said. That's like kind of similar. And then like I just kind of spiral into like a few days or even a week of being like, fuck this guy, you know? And so it just kind of coincided on Christmas. <laughs> uh, but... Luckily, I didn't have any like full-blown interactions with him. I was just like talking shit to everyone else about him Like every chance I could get I literally it's like I couldn't stop myself like for some reason and I wasn't even drunk I was my mom thought I was drunk and that's why I was doing that but it was like I wasn't even drunk Somewhere I was just pissed, but I remember like what kind of set me off that week is like right at the end of the week Right at the end of the week We were at this fucking house measuring this little old lady and my dad has the audacity to say Climate change must not be that bad if we get pretty days like this in December. And it made me so mad. It made me so mad. I was like, you're fucking stupid. Like, that's not even a funny thing to say. That's not charming. It's not cute. It's not funny. Fuck you. And then it made me think of when on Thanksgiving, and I think I said this on the Thanksgiving episode, when my brother's girlfriend like went to dinner with them, he sat, he started the conversation with her with, so do you have an eating disorder or do you eat meat? Who, like in what fucking world do you think that that is an okay thing to say to someone? So then it just spiraled into being like, fuck him, like, he the only literally the only thing he has ever provided for our family is money and granted that's a huge thing but like family wise it takes a lot more than money but he doesn't think he has to do anything because he he we all depend on him for money so anyways there's a lot of like fuck him blah 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 um and yeah I, I realized that and I didn't know why I mean I know I know why but like I wish that I could, I, I wish that, and this is one of my New Year's intentions. I wish that I wouldn't 
waste so much fucking energy on that guy because like he's he's a narcissist and as much as i want to pop his fucking narcissist bubble that's the thing about narcissists you can't pop their bubble so don't waste your fucking energy um so yeah and then the next day christmas was fucking really depressing because that's the one with uh my grandma that has alzheimer's she showed up in a wheelchair and she and it's so weird because i felt like thanksgiving was good like i felt like like at, like she was at least like a little bit like kind of even if it didn't make sense she was like talkative you kind of understand what she was saying she could still walk she showed up at christmas in a wheelchair none of our shit's wheelchair accessible so it was like fucking dramatic to like get her into my grandfather's house and then get her across the street to my parents house and like i looked out the window and my grandfather's bringing her across the street like to my parents house for christmas and they're trying to go up the driveway and also for some reason the fucking um wherever she's staying at like took the like foot pedestals off of her wheelchair i don't know why so she has nothing to put her feet on so her feet are just on the floor and so if you're pushing her forward and and you're like hey lift your feet so that they don't get fucking dragged under the wheelchair like she literally it's like this was like a few months ago but they had some kind of like dog like therapist or something come and do tests on her and they were like basically her at that point months ago her alzheimer's is so bad that when you tell her something it takes her a full 90 seconds to process what you said that is a long fucking time 90 seconds i'm sure after processing it for 90 seconds she fucking forgets what you even said i would but so they're like, they just were getting so frustrated with her and being like, hold up your feet, hold up your feet. And like, first of all, she probably doesn't even have the strength to hold up her feet. Much less to like, she just doesn't understand what you're saying. And, I, and like, my grandfather was bringing her across and like my parents' driveway is like a little bit of an incline. And so I went out there to try to help. And he like got so frustrated with her that she couldn't lift up her feet. That he just like put the fucking like emergency brake on the wheelchairs. And he was like, fine, sit out here. And he like, and I was just like, just take her, just pull her in backwards. And then her feet just like drag behind. Just pull her in backwards. You don't have to throw a temper tantrum. She has no idea what's happening. But like, she was fully out of it. Like if she did talk, it was just mumbling and didn't make any fucking sense. And like, my mom basically had to like fucking hand feed her. And yeah, it was just sad. Um, and yeah, that was fucking Christmas. Gift wise, it was chill. Um, other than that, other than like the French toast and the money from grandparents, it's just sad. It's just sad. Um, what happened after Christmas? I don't know if anything happened after Christmas. I am getting a tattoo every week for the next five months. Started, I started the first week of January. So far I'm two down. The first one was a Midsummer Temple on my shin. And the second one I got literally yesterday and it is a Medusa on my sternum. And I fucking love it. I love my artist. I would literally kiss her on the lips because she never lets me down and I love her. And she's amazing. And she she prices everything really fucking, I think she prices it really fairly. 
and she does good fucking work and she's chill as fuck um what else happened in january one of my intentions is to like be kinder to myself and i feel like i have done a pretty good job of doing that which is surprising because i have not been kind to myself for years for years i don't know what i just i just feel like i gave myself like I don't know, I just always like put fucking all this pressure on myself to be like, oh my god, you have to like, you have to go home and clean this and like, you have to like, make sure this is perfect and but oh, you didn't upload the podcast on the day. So like, fuck it. I'm taking a month off because like, I'm freaking the fuck out. And like, I don't know, I just feel like I've been good about being, you know, like I'll clean the shit when I clean the shit. I'll do the podcast when I do the podcast. I mean, my goal is to do a podcast every week. I would love to do that. But if I miss a week, that's fine. I can hop back on it. It's fucking fine. It doesn't really matter. Um, so yeah, also in January, I have started my appraisal classes to get my licensing. I was hitting it strong for about a week and then I honestly kind of forgot about it, but I remembered it a few days ago and Next week, I will start back strong. So yeah, gonna do that. My dad gave me a raise, which is cool, but like he did it in kind of a really shitty way that made me not feel excited for getting a raise and also like made me pissed off at him again. But you know what? I got a, I got a raise. And at the end of the day, I just, he writes me a check and I fucking go home. So, and I'm manifesting that in two years, I'm not gonna be doing that. I'm gonna be here in Winston-Salem. And that's also part of the reason why Aaron let me come stay here is because my therapist was like, oh, you want to like, you're going to live in Winston-Salem in two years. You've never really been there solo. You should start taking trips um, by yourself to like see what the vibe is in Winston-Salem for when you do go, like you'll feel comfortable there. And then, so I told Aaron about that. Aaron loved that idea. And then it just worked out that Aaron and Josh were going to the beach this weekend and they were like, hey, come give our cats company and then go like explore Winston a little. So that's what I did today. I went, wait, let me back up. Last weekend, Aaron and I went to West Virginia to visit Allie and Everett and like do like our friend Christmas. And it was so much fun. It was so good to see them. There was snow in West Virginia, but luckily it didn't like affect our drive. We watched Encanto the new Disney movie, and here's what I'm gonna say. Here's what I'm gonna say. Here's what I'm gonna say. Is that, it was okay, it was fine. It was good. It wasn't a Moana, it wasn't a Coco, it wasn't a, even a Frozen, which is overrated. Um, but something about every time one of the songs played, like, it just felt so out of place to me and so fucking weird. And I was like, I don't know why the music feels weird to me. And then at the end of the, in the credits, it was like all original music by Lin-Manuel Miranda. No fucking wonder I hated it. <laughs> or the music. I cannot stand Lin-Manuel Miranda. I think he is, uh, he, sure, talented-ish, I guess. I don't know. 
but something about him pisses me to fuck off and I don't know why I really don't know why I tried to watch Hamilton like everyone liked Hamilton I'm not like a crazy musical person but like I can get down I can appreciate a musical um and everyone loved Hamilton I didn't know anything about Lin-Manuel Miranda except for that he made Hamilton and then I was like you know they finally recorded it and put it on Disney plus and I was like you know what let me fucking check this shit out everyone loves it I'm down with a good musical and I just turned it off after 10 minutes because it was pissing me the fuck off. Like, it was so, I just, like, I, I just don't, everyone was like, oh, it's so cool. He has, like, such a cool music style. Like, oh, it's colonial and it's a Broadway musical, but they're fucking rapping. To me, it was fucking bizarre. And that's how I felt with Encanto is, like, the music is not matching the fucking subject matter. Like, it feels fucking bizarre. But also what pissed me off is that, like, the first 10 minutes... It's literally a song of all these fucking people being like, oh my God, Alexander Hamilton, he's the fucking greatest. He's the best, blah, 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 blah. And I was like, like historically, is, is Alexander Hamilton that great of a guy? Like I was being like, I seriously doubt that this fucking colonial white man was that great of a guy. And then Alexander Hamilton, the character comes out. Guess who's playing him? Lin-Manuel Miranda. Okay, so now... It's like fucking weird to me because like, I don't know, everyone's just, you literally, it's a song being like, Alexander Hamilton's the greatest, blah, blah, blah. We fucking love him. And then it's, it's you, you're playing, you're playing the guy. Also, and like, I just had to turn it off. I just got annoyed with it. I couldn't deal with it and I turned it off. And then um, every time I see him, he just like seems so fucking cringy to me. Like, literally Google, Google, Lin-Manuel Miranda lip-biting. He has multiple pictures of him lip-biting. Like, you're a grown fucking man. Grow the fuck up. Stop biting your lip. And, yeah, so then in Canto, I was like, mm, no wonder the music doesn't fucking match. Because for some reason, for some fucking reason, he loves to make it not match. Um, and then... This was last week. I watched Tick, Tick, Boom, which is, it was actually pretty good. It was, it was fairly good. It is a musical. I didn't know any of this. I knew it was a musical going into it, but I didn't know anything. Like, it's an actual musical. It was actually super fucking sick. So, Andrew Garfield was playing Jonathan Larson, which the whole time I'm going, is this a real person? <laughs> like I was, I was like, I'm going to wait till the end of the movie to Google if this is a real person. It is a real person. And the musical was about him writing the musical that he wrote before this musical. Like it's like this time period in his life, like right before his 30th birthday. And then like kind of no one gives a fuck about that musical. And then they're like, you just got to keep writing musicals until something sticks. And so the next musical he wrote was this one, Tick, Tick, Boom. And then the musical he wrote after that, and like his dream was to be a Broadway musical guy. The one that he wrote after that was Rent, which I've never seen Rent, but like I know that it's an iconic musical and now I want to watch it because now I feel like I know the backstory of like the guy who wrote it. Um, and then get this shit. He died the like the night before the opening night that Rent went on Broadway. 35 years old, aneurysm crazy but I thought Andrew Garfield killed it I didn't know that he could sing like that I was impressed um I thought it was fine and then at the end it was like directed by Lin-Manuel Miranda 
which honestly, if I had gone into it knowing that, he, well, first of all, if I had known that he directed it, I probably wouldn't watch it because I hate him. Um, but after seeing it and being like, okay, this is fine. There were a few parts where I, I thought about turning it off because <laughs> I got bored, <laughs> especially the beginning, like the way it starts kind of sucks. But anyways, I kept pushing through and then by the end I was invested. Uh, but so then it was like directed by Lin-Manuel Miranda. And so now looking back, I'm like, he did, he did an okay job of directing. He did a fine job of directing. Um, let's see. Yeah. What I'm saying is this is an anti Lin-Manuel Miranda podcast. Lin-Manuel Miranda slander is welcome here. But so that was last weekend. This weekend, Winston-Salem. So today I rolled up about two o'clock and I went to downtown Winston-Salem parked in a little parking garage and I just fucking walked around for like two hours. I like went into a thrift shop, spent like $60, went to a bookstore. I bought two books. I like walked like just probably like a fucking little like circle around the blocks and like it was just popping. It was chill. There was a lot of people out and about. It was cool. I went into like an oddity shop and I bought this like retro, it's like a retro weed, anti-weed poster where it's like weed is the devil and the devil has a hold of our children and I was like this is sick $12 I'll buy it um and then so the only thing that I've like done by myself in public is just a few months ago I went and saw a movie by myself for the first time that's the only thing I've never like eaten a meal in public or anything and like I kind of didn't want to do it because like anxiety but I was like no fuck it I don't know anyone here Let's fucking do it. So I went into a coffee shop. Also, you know, it was just a local copy. Co copy. I'm also not really a coffee bitch. I actually got rid of all my coffee stuff at my house because it just makes me have like really violent, ouchy diarrhea multiple times a day. So it's not worth it. So I got rid of it all. But I was like, I challenged myself. I was like, I'm going to fuck it. I brought my book. I'm going to go get a coffee and I'm gonna sit outside and I'm going to read an entire chapter of my book. And so that's what I did. And you know, it's not like a Starbucks, so they don't really have like a crazy menu or at least like, I don't know the coffee hacks cause I'm not a coffee bitch. So I like literally, I was, I like in the line, I like Googled, I was like, what is a latte? <laughs> and it was like, oh, espresso with steamed milk. So I was like, okay, easy. So I was like, let me get a latte uh with almond milk and can you add mocha syrup okay thanks and it was okay it was whatever um and then i went and sat outside because there was a lot of people inside and also it was like it was it was like hot in, because it's so cold outside it was hot inside and i was fucking dripping sweat and so i went and sat outside at a table and i made myself read an entire chapter of the book and it was it was hard at first because you know it's a city so like there's hustle and bustle and there's people walking by and there's buses going by and there's honking and there's people yelling and I can like hear people walking behind me and shit and like so it was hard at first to like focus on my book but I just was like because like I'm like is someone gonna come up behind me and like stab me 
not that I feel unsafe, just I have, I'm paranoid. Um, but I ended up just being like, and it was a long chapter. I kept fucking like skipping ahead and seeing how many pages I had left. I was like, fuck you, just pay attention to the book. And I drank my coffee and I read a chapter of my book and I was very cold, <laughs> but it's fine. And then I walked back to the parking garage and it was all fucking good. Um, and yeah, and then, oh, excuse me. And then I went to Trader Joe's and I bought a frozen pizza. And then I went to Francesca's and I bought, they had a, God damn it. They had to sell on earrings and I bought a bunch of earrings. And then I went to Kilwins and I bought fudge. They didn't have the fudge that I wanted, but I was the only person in there and I felt, and it was very small. So I just like bought a fudge cause I kind of felt bad. And then I went to Total Wine and More and I bought two cheap wines, two buzz balls and these fucking cider bitches. And then I went to a Goodwill and it was a giant fucking Goodwill. It was the biggest Goodwill I've ever been in. And there was just nothing really calling my name. Like I pity picked out some stuff, but then I was like, do I really, is this really going to bring me joy? Do I really need this? Do I really want to wait in line to buy this thing? I don't even really like. So I just ended up ditching everything and I got cookout for dinner and I came home, home. I came to Aaron's house and ate my cookout and watched Love Island and played Animal Crossing for like fucking three hours. And it was so fun. And then I was like, fuck, one of the things I want to do today was record this podcast that I've been putting off for literally an entire week. So I'm doing it. And tomorrow it's supposed to snow. And I'm just going to be snowed in. I've got Erin said I can eat her food. I got a bunch of alcohol. I'm going to, I'm planning on researching some topics for like, basically planning out the next couple pod episodes, maybe record one here drunk. Um, so we'll fucking see. And then my dad said I don't have to work on Monday because it's MLKJ day. So then I'll spend the night again and then leave Monday. Uh, let me look at my, was there anything else I wanted to chat about? Hold up. Hold up. Bing, 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 bing. Mmm. There is something else, but it's kind of long and I'm already over an hour. So I might leave that. New Year's intentions. I just want to be kinder to myself. I want to keep working on myself. I want to continue to... Because I feel like in this past year, I've like done a lot of work, like loving myself and learning to love myself and like forgiving myself, accepting myself, growing my confidence. And I want to continue to do that. And it is weird because I spent so fucking long hating myself. So fucking long. And so it's weird to feel this now, but it's good. Um, cause I'm a down ass bitch and I deserve everything coming to me. So yeah, I hope your start of 2022 is going well. If it's not, hey, it's just the fucking beginning. We can turn this shit around. Every day is a new day. Every day is a new opportunity. 
it's stupid. Um, I believe in you. But so, yeah, thank you, Aaron, for letting me chill in your home. I'm about to go use your very nice shower. And then probably play more Animal Crossing, to be honest. Because fuck it. And one of your cats better fucking cuddle me tonight or I'll literally, I'm literally gonna, I'm gonna let them run away. If one of your cats is up cuddle me tonight, I'm literally going to let them run away. So, checkmate atheists. <laughs> um, which do you think was worse, 2020 or 2021? I don't know. They both kind of sucked. I was going to say fuck 2021, but then I was like, but 2020, 2020. Fuck 2021. Don't know if 2022 is going to be better, but like, we'll try our damn best. You know what I'm saying? Um, I'll cheers to that, brother. God damn the titty sweat. So yeah, thanks for watching. If you did. If you didn't watch it, fuck you. But if you did, you know, maybe leave a like or like leave a review or like leave a little comment or like follow me or like you can like follow my Instagram at no eye contact pod or you can like email me at youngcinepod.gmail.com or don't. So yeah, this was episode, what episode is this? 19 of no, I don't think I said this is no eye contact at the beginning. It doesn't matter. If you're watching, you know what this is. Thanks for watching no eye contact if you did. I'll catch you on the goddamn flip, brother. Sorry. Uh, bye.